The Kilkenny Soccer Podcast with Davy Doyle and Shane O'Keefe. Brought to you by KCLR and scoreline.ie. How you know, you're very welcome to the second edition of the Kilkenny Soccer Podcast. Each week, Shane O'Keefe and Davy Doyle, the co-host, will be looking at all the things that are happening within the District League of Kilkenny. I'm joined now by Davy. Davy, how are you? All good, Shane. All good. Did you get good feedback there from last week? Yeah, um, got feedback anyway. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of people, uh, you know, I t- do you know what I really enjoyed was a couple of younger people yeah. who are who are maybe only a year or two into their, their junior careers were very happy with it, you know. Uh, well, the, the the thing that I want to do with this and I want to point out because there's a few issues that I'll, we'll talk about in a second. This isn't to have a dig at anybody. No. This is to, this is sideline talk. You're on the yeah. side of a pitch with your mate and you're having a chat about the district league. Yeah. It's just putting it press record and talking about yeah. and it might get other people talking it's not to slag anybody off no. it's not to slag the refs the district league any clubs anything like that no. it's just a chat you're with a big historic club in Freebooters yeah. I'm with a, a relatively new, new club, club in yeah. Castle Warren yeah. Celtic so I think it's a nice dynamic yeah. um, some misinformation people yeah. said uh, first of all I was out for a run and Tony Scanlon stopped me while I was out running <laughs> and told me to take off my headphones and said uh, tell David Dyle I won two Leinsters yes but if, if Tony <laughs> if you're listening think back now to the conversation I said the three managers David Morris was the manager you were his assistant no he said it was the other way around when no you it was not the other way around I, I, I couldn't stop me run I couldn't listen uh, to him uh, for well maybe long. I'm wrong now I could be I could. I think Tony says he will I don't, I don't think so another thing I never said that Evergreen had nine votes at an AGM if you go back and listen to the first yes. podcast you will get that clearly uh, stated another thing about the policy of the division splitting next season in the Premier Division that was stated by Rob Hickton chairperson when we were doing the draw for the KCLR McCallman Cup I think that's all the misinformation yeah. stuff anyway that I have to deal with and get off but if you, next do, week. If you do have an issue give me a shout we'll yeah. talk about it or uh, me we, stop yeah. Shane when he's running don't stop me because <laughs> if I get running it's very hard to get started again but, or you can message sport at kclr96fm.com yeah. any criticisms or if you're enjoying Anything. the podcast some yeah. good stuff on Twitter as well we're glad that people enjoyed it um, we few, will get stuff wrong Shane yeah. we will oh 100 uh, well, like, we, we won't be wrong but people will think we're wrong but, no but know. I might be wrong and I have no problem you sure. Friend. Me and my father are constantly at odds, Eric. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? So sometimes I am wrong, sometimes he's wrong, but I'm always yeah. willing to admit when I am wrong. Yeah. And uh, obviously with opinionated stuff, yeah. you can be wrong. A uh, few different things to kind of go in today. Obviously, we didn't really go into the fixtures. Yeah. Um, we'll be having a look at that. The results, Evergreen, once again, a great result against Wexford. Yeah. And then looking at the future fixtures. Uh, there's not down for the McCallum Cup, even though it was touted for this weekend and might get pushed uh, to next weekend. Also, yeah. a big chat in around the calendar for, yeah, for leagues. Yeah, um, we'll go back to the to the results. We'll go to the calendar thing first. So, yeah. so the director of football, uh, Mark Cannum, he plans to introduce a unified calendar schedule across the FAI affiliates. So the unified calendar schedule would be in line with the League of Ireland, which would make summer football uh, a possibility. Yeah. Maybe. I think this is going to be passed down to junior level. But is there an appetite to be playing summer football, especially in the stronghold of hurling that is Kilkenny? Well... I, I've met Mark a couple of times. Really, really nice fella, focused and really is conscious of um, improving the standards all across the country. You right. know, it's not he's not just looking at the the, the national league. So uh, this was mooted before. Um, I was at a I was at a conference and I, me being cheeky, uh, previous incumbent was Rude Doctor. So I went over, and I went over. Hello, Rude. 
and he goes, hello, I'm from Kilkenny. I says, I didn't agree with your summer soccer thing, but I'm coming around to it now. It's nice to meet you. And he goes, hang on, you can't just say that, so come back. Yeah, so boy. we had a chat about it and I said, look, I'm from Kilkenny. Hurling stronghold. I, um, I was in Mayo at the weekend. Yeah, you were. Gaelic football stronghold. Like, mm. Even you could tell by the physique of the players. So these boys, they're dealing with the same things you're dealing with now. Yeah. Okay, so I said, what's your thinking? He wasn't anti any sport, Rude Doctor, and Mark will be the same. He said, if you're going to be a top hurler, go hurl. But if your passion is football, then he says, we want all those guys to be playing football all the time. So... To look at the summer side, if you look at the National League, I remember you were only a, a little fella. We used to go out to Buckley Park and stand on the hill, Tony Scanlon, Sean, Graham, all the players, all the players. From all the league. booters boys. Yeah, and we'd be up on the bank and there'd be evergreen lads there. On the, the other side. There'd be former <laughs> lads, it could be anyone. And a game be going on and it would be the best crack ever. But then it went to summer soccer and I don't, especially this season just gone past. Full houses every weekend, everywhere. Yeah. Barring you're, you're going to your Wexford tour struggling, you know. But you look, every house was full. Um, thousands at games every weekend. Bar some, you know, people dropped off. Waterford was a strange one because they were kind of in limbo in that they had already qualified for the playoffs with a lot of games in hand. So people were tending to wait till the end of the season to go. Right. So they found an excuse not to go. But summer soccer in that guy's, I would say, has been a success. But in, in, in the junior guys, would it be a success? I would. I all I can say is, yeah, me at my age now, I'd like to go out on a on a sunny day and watch a game of soccer than stand in the rain. Yeah. Now, that, now that's a that's a thing. But I think it would initially wouldn't be because there'd be reservations on the hurling side and the soccer side. I think I think it'd kill. It, it, it would smaller kill. clubs might kill country it, clubs. Country might clubs. Kill. That's what I'm looking yeah. at because we know that from a country perspective, we have Adrian Ronnie Roney. He's always lamenting the fact that Rory and Steeg are losing players and losing yeah. people, whether that to be different countries or different counties. Yeah, yeah. And then if you factor soccer in on top of that, that could be a devastating blow for any country. Now, and you see, it's easy for us here in the town where the conversation we had last week, where I was saying about stockpiling players and, and yeah. um, if a player is good enough on the C team to be a top player on the B team and he's not getting it or B team to A team go off and join another club but the Roaring Stig is a long way away from yeah, us yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean so that doesn't tie into that so they're, well, they're, I was just using that as an yeah, example but, of, yeah, of I, no, but like you I can see where that would yeah, be yeah. very detrimental to them you know it would be mm. um, and then you have you have other places like you know you, you go out to the lines maybe you go to Johnstown and all hurling strongholds as well and Sometimes in the past, you'd be hoping to get these guys early in the season before the hurlers were back. Yeah. You know, because maybe one team would get them early. And oh, 100%. Sure. Like, it, it, people, it's the same with us. We lost Owen Wall. Yeah. Because he was on that journey with O'Loughlin's. Brilliant yeah. journey. And now he's kind of in the Kilkenny fall. So we won't have him for the season. And Owen Wall's a scary player to be defending against. Yeah. You know? um, so there is, um, there is pros and cons. Yeah. You know. Um, but also the other thing, and I, and, and, this is not what we're here to talk about but that other sport is nearly 12 months of the year as well so like yeah. you said you lose one wall to O'Loughlin's from your soccer team yeah and then he does well and he goes on to the county team. he's gone yeah but that's only speci special players yeah. in, in a hurling perspective yeah. what I thought and what I still think and I always believed um, this is just a personal belief of mine Get, why aren't games on a Saturday if you swap the schoolboys and the, and the junior team because it'll give lads then I know what we had a chat with the lads we have a big game coming up we said lads Friday Saturday night 
don't be acting to make it. Yeah. You know, staying, don't be acting. But if you go, say, Saturday, lads have the day, day off. They can go for a bit of a crack yeah. on a Saturday night. The school boys, it won't really, as girls, it won't really affect, in it my opinion, no. too much. No, it doesn't. So, would, would games on a Saturday morning not benefit more than the games on a Sunday? I would agree. Well, Saturday mornings, uh, historically, when I was coming through, um, I worked in clothes shops down the town. Yeah. So generally you're working. So lads are working. Building sites generally work Especially to one. Especially college people yeah. could be. College, you know, they're working one o'clock. I would say for all junior games um, and even you have the other teams now with floodlights, yeah. they could play Friday, Saturday nights and the teams that haven't then three o'clock, maybe four o'clock on a Saturday. Yeah. Let's be honest, it's enjoyment. Especially in the summer then, yeah. if that if that turns around in the summer, you're going to have that light. Yeah, and, and let's be honest, it's enjoyment. Junior soccer is winning something with your mates, whether it's a... A, a, a match, a trophy, trophy anything. anything. But then it's... The crack. Everything I remember is sitting in the dressing rooms and the party after. Yeah. The games were great, don't get me wrong, but yeah. it's... I don't really is. remember the parties, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to be able to enjoy yourself. So, trying to get a young... Kilkenny is a vibrant town. Yeah. And uh, the Night Owls League is thriving because... There's good players up there that don't have to play in a Sunday. 100%. And that, I, that's what I was going to say to you about the Night Owl Leagues because they just started. Yeah. Uh, like we signed over a player there uh, because he's working on Sundays. We signed over a player to one of the Night Owls team and it's, it's sad to lose him. But, you know, he's going up there and he's playing his matches, he's playing his soccer, he's getting a run out yeah. and it's at night time. It's not affecting his, his work schedule too much. Uh, but you said something to me off air last yeah. week that you used to go around Kilkenny and the pubs to see if any of your players are in That's it. a fact, yeah. And... and um, a certain individual from a large... I won't say his name. Brian Kine, BB was... His nephew's now war for BB was a, a, a brilliant player. Yeah. Brian Kine was a brilliant player. And he actually said to me one time, um, when I got involved with Freebooters A-Team, um, we were trying to kick on. So I used to park the car up at the railway station. Right. And I'd walk all the way down John Street, all the way down High Street, up by Doherty's, all the way down to Irish Town, and go around the back then and back into the car. Nice little walk. Yeah, and I did that three or four times. So he actually eventually said to me, I don't go out anymore. He said, because I'm so busy looking for you coming in the door, I can't <laughs> join me point. But, but you see, I don't drink. Yeah, yeah, you know, neither do I. Yeah, and the thing about it is, young men like to socialise. So now we're talking this again. We're not saying anybody changed things because Shane O'Keefe and David Eiler said. No. But, but is there an appetite for it? And, and is it something that can be done? I think so. I know Freebooters, I know Highview, I know Evergreen, Thomastown when they get their lights in. We'll all want to play a Friday or Saturday night. Sure, that, that's what's happening now anyway. Yeah, you see, yeah. And it's great because like, our boys be buzzing then and having yeah. to go and play at Evergreen on a Saturday night yeah. or whatever under the lights, a bit of darkness, different yeah, environment. Different, yeah. You're not out on a Sunday morning, it's yeah. foggy. You know, Freezing or wet pitch. But or, like, we, we see it happening a lot in Carlo as well, especially with collection because they have yeah. the facilities. So yeah. it's not... It's not kind of slating the KD Elford because oh, no. I do not envy that fixture committee at all no. um, it, it, it's it's quite hard sometimes I'm like even from our own perspective are they kind of trying to be too accommodating yes yeah, so sometimes they can and again we have to remember the boys that are on the KDL committee grew up like us and they, yeah. un- they understand they, love the pa- it. they understand the passion for all the sports in Kilkenny so this is where Rude Doctor going back to him came in he completely came from a Dutch background where it was only football. Yeah. So he wasn't seeing any other sports. You look at Croatia in the World Cup, sure. Yeah. You know, they have the same population as us, but they focus on football. Football, Whereas yeah. so, we have so we have rugby, we have GEA. Yeah, you know, you know and I mean, it, it's a tough task for him, but like everybody is striving to get it better. Um, but to keep, and no disrespect to the Night Owls, the Night Owls started out, if, I, if I'm correct, as an over 35s league one time. 
over 35s leagues are brilliant they're going on all over the country if, I played in an over 35s league and I'm only 34 now yeah. <laughs> and, I play, and I played a few years ago <laughs> I could barely so, still run so if, if there's good junglers down there that we want in the league and the reason is that they're working or or they want to go out on a Saturday night and no and we can accommodate them I, I think there should be some sort of but then again, it's kind of a, a hybrid now, isn't it? Like you were just saying, with teams are now it's the, trying it's to It's when the teams have the facilities. Yeah, and then again, we're going back to facilities because like Freebooters are after spending over a million. Evergreen are spending millions out there. Thomas are spending Look millions. Look at the Prince's Grounds out in Dean Celtic. Celtic you know. and, and, and River Rangers yeah, and River, out in Clonard. Clonard, Clonard Park. See, everybody hasn't got that... Um, money or money, well, or grounds. I, I mean, even the grounds, you have to have the people to populate it then, you know. So you could be in a small village with, I don't know, Couple of hundred people in it. You look at shamrocks. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, are you going to get a, a million pound soccer pitch there? To yeah. you know. But then again, when you grow, I grow up and watch schoolboys games. The length and breadth of the country. There's volunteers out there with hordes of kids playing football. Mm. So listen, the appetite is there, and like the KDL and ourselves, we just try to try and get it incrementally better every year. It'd be a good thing, you know. Yeah, it would be a good thing. Um, I just in terms of the fixtures kind of thing, having two teams playing back to back against each other, mm. um, having teams that you can see have five games in hand on other teams and stuff. Yeah. It's not really, and we got stung with that before. I yeah. I can only always speak from my perspective. But we yeah. got stung with that. Lactons did really well in an intermediate uh, yeah. hurling, so Freshford didn't have to play until December. And then uh, Freshford played a lot of games, to be fair to him, played a lot of games back-to-back. We went into a game against Freshford, two points ahead of him, won him 3-0 and finished the day one point behind him. Wow. So how does that make sense? You yeah. know why? Because Highview pulled out of the league. Yeah. Highview had played two-thirds of their games and Freshford then were awarded the six points. So they got a benefit for not playing up until December. Now, this is the old, old committee as well. Yeah, you yeah, know, and, yeah. uh, and they were like, the rules are the rules. Like I, That's what it says in the rules. I know it's not right, yeah. but those are the rules. Yeah. And that, that's, I was like, that, this is mad. And I found every year we were kind of facing issues like that. Well, well, and that's only from my club. So I'd imagine yeah, well, other that, clubs are as well. And let us know if you have any clubs that have issues. I'd love to talk about it. And anyone out there listening, and, and hopefully there's more listening than listened last week, which was good. Yeah. Um, do get in touch because we're just talking what we think. But um, we're not the cold face. Well, I'm not the cold face of junior football now for a while. So things could have changed. Mm. But again, um, rules are rules, but... You can change rules. You can't change the laws, but you can change the rules a little bit. You hey, know, you need an AGM. There now, has to, there has to be, you know, you have to be a little bit fluid on that way. You know, um, really a big thing I always thought, and again, this is um, like the, the the new committee are only in, I think, a year now, are they? So, you know, they, yeah, yeah. They, they're all finding their feet there. But previous that were there for a long time, I always thought, I couldn't understand how Inkel Kenny, uh, modern technology, every manager gets his list of fixtures for the year. Or, or just a Christmas and then gets another one at Christmas. This is I know that's a, I know that's something that uh, the new fixtures are trying to do. But like in fairness to him and in fairness to the old community, like it must have been absolutely impossible oh. because teams are calling for uh, weekends off and then that gets pushed back and stuff. But if there is a strict remit of going, these are when the fixtures are. Yeah. All right, we're going to do a Champions League style format. You play the first team, all everyone plays each other once before we go on to the second it's, calendar. Yes, and then you reverse the fixtures back, so you could end up playing someone back to back. But you're, the yeah, team but that you okay. team that you face on the first day is the team that you face on the last last day, day. and that's and 
strict rules and then when the plate comes along and the shield comes along yeah. you can start adjusting as of that. And, and the thing about it is your FEIs, your Leinster Junior, Leinster Junior plates, whatever um, Oscar trainers come into it and all that, you, your game just moves. You don't change everybody's game. Yeah, your just, game moves the following week. But and that and that'll stop teams having a month break between league matches. Exactly. But also you can kind of go I know the, the KDL are very accommodating in that they try and give every team a couple of weekends off every year because of you know somebody could get married it could be 21st there could be a funeral whatever yeah. so give them three, year, three, three weekends off and it, the clubs can get together who's 21st is there when, when are you going on your stag night book in them weekends they're off you know and let's be honest um, like I'm just looking at the Premier Division Callan haven't played since the 21st of the 1st yeah. right they played a week before that and they played a week before that and they have no fixtures then lined up you know what I mean that's a bit Mad. Now maybe they were playing cup competition or whatever, but yeah. like there's no when we're looking at the fixtures lined up for this weekend. It's Booters against Thomastown. Great, great battle. Yeah. Bridge United are going to want to be bouncing back. They're scoring goals but conceding a lot. Yeah. They're going up against Dean Celtic. Yeah. But like there's nothing for Callan. So that's at least nearly a month break. Now is this is this back to our our one from last week? Is this back to referees now? Under uh, it could be like you know, a, the, you know the referees not having the amount of referees that um, is required to like to, we, to run we just the go just go back there to um, we'll finish off on this point there um, with the KDL and they're getting people ringing in and cancelling. I would say the worst thing for them is to cancel a game for somebody and find out somebody lied. What do you mean? You know, like say they say uh, somebody offered them stag. Yeah, and they said uh, for whatever reason or one player is missing. We have. We have five missing, or we have six. There's a dose of flu in the club, or whatever. Now I'm not saying this happened, but like, yeah, but if there's a remit of you're allowed to have three games that you're yes. allowed to postpone, like as long as you're within that remit, that's that, fine, that, right? That covers all that. So I mean, they, they have a tough, and it's up to everybody to help them and make to it roll easier, along. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you, my my father, uh, Lord Rustam, when we signed, no matter what age we were, when we signed the form and. You might be fancy looking at Pamela Anderson on Baywatch on a Thursday night instead of going across <laughs> to the Fair Green. Yeah. And he would go to you, did you sign the form? He goes, yeah, well then, you have to come. over you go. So if you pay your registration and you sign the form for a club, it's your duty to turn up. Does that still happen, would you say, with clubs? Because uh, I think, especially even when I was playing, that's not that long ago. Maybe it's a club culture or whatever. It just seems that there's a different type of... Like lads have different interests now as well. Yeah. On top of it, it's not yeah. just soccer or nothing, you know. And maybe yeah. it is soccer or nothing for the clubs that are seceding. Yeah. But I always notice that maybe there's a bit of a like I've heard from various different clubs about right lads don't get on. They're pulling a strap and they're yeah. going off and joining a different club. Though that Inse- in, instead of just going right, I have to pull my boots down and yeah. or put me strap my boots up and then go out and prove it in training or whatever. Like I know people who who've been dropped. Haven't been at training for four weeks. Have mm. been like they don't start the game, and then they're going, "Why haven't I started the game?" Yeah, and you're like, "Well, you haven't been at training," and then they throw a strap and that emanates throughout the whole squad. Well, and this is the thing. Um, I mean, if you listen to any level of player, all they want is honesty. So if a, if a guy comes to you and he has been at training, and he says, "Why aren't I playing?" Says, "You haven't been at training." Now there, there's there's a couple of reasons why you can't be at training that are acceptable. Yeah, if you're caught working, everybody has staring across, right? If you're working, there's nothing you can do. If you're genuinely sick or a family member is sick. But if, if it's like I was alluding, you, you want to go for a pint on a Thursday night or you just can't be bothered, asked mm. to get up and go, well then, uh, who are you to tell a manager? Where where uh, one of your teammates is hoping for a chance that someone slips up to get in. He's killed himself. Mm. No. And people do get stroppy and the world has changed. Like in the dressing rooms I grew up in, 
if you weren't playing you worked harder and if you got stroppy the manager wouldn't tell you the freaking players would tell you fairly quick enough you know yeah. but then again I was dropped plenty of times in in, in the, a B team of Division 1 and I hopped boots off at dressing room walls and all and the lads I had got you finished now mm. and you appreciated more yeah well, I, I grew I grew up with uh, Budgie Pints as my manager yeah. and I, I remember going up to one training session and I'm being the odd one out yeah. So I was just kicking the ball against the wall. And then Budgie kind of just chatted with me and told me why. Yeah. You know, I, I wasn't as good as everyone else. And then for the next three years, I started in that team every game with, with Jack or with uh, Joe White was his name. Yeah, and, Joe and White was a fine player. He was a fine player, yeah. yeah. I think he went on to New Park before kind yeah. of leaving soccer altogether. But, yeah. you know, it, it was... But, but Budgie was able to manage that situation. I found when I was a manager, I'd always try and do what Budgie did. But at the same time, I because of like lads been on the bench I found myself more concerned about the lads on the bench than the game that was happening right. and about their kind of oh, I hope they're alright like you know they're showing up to training but yeah I, God yeah that'd be unusual because most players couldn't give a toss about what the subs were thinking No I, 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 I and that's why I didn't have that kind of streak in me where it could be rootless so when Jerry kind of comes in he can be that kind of thing he has the hurling background and stuff but I always that was to my detriment I'd feel bad no, about can't about, do that uh, and fair but, play to you, uh, uh, it shows a nice sight to you. But, but in, in my mind, at the end of the day, I was like, especially I think with kids football as well, yeah. Um, like a win or a loss is not going to matter in 10 years' time, but no. the feeling of that person, of how little you made Yes, now at kids, at kids, kids level, kids definitely. Kids level, listen, if you have 16 players, 16 players play. I, I Listen, there's, there's people out there think they're in the Champions League on, and, and fair play to them, volunteers go out there. But if you're out at a kids game, get everyone to play everyone to play because that kid will remember you when you're older he played me and he might never play soccer again but you were nice to him you hit 15-16 it sorts itself out yeah. the guys who want to win and want to get on and all that that's the thing now a thing that people can't take when we get to, to senior level is if a manager picks a team and you're looking at the team going <coughs> what coffin <Yeah. laughs> he's um he should be playing. I'm a right back. Why is he a right back when he's a centre forwarder? Yeah. You know, and you're looking at the decisions and you you can't justify them. Mm. Then you're then you have a gripe. Yeah. Listen, why ain't I playing? I've played centre forward the last few weeks, we scored. I said you have a, you're, you're going to put a centre half in my position. Yeah. Then you have a gripe. You can go and ask the question. You know, and that happens. You know, people put people places. Instead, instead of having a permanent through the squad, yeah. you just go and, you know. just go and be honest. But but players are selfish. Most players are selfish. Even at our level, they're selfish. Uh, when you're talking about your level, I want to go back to uh, Freebooters in yeah. itself. And I don't want this to become Freebooter Evergreen podcast, no. but, you know, <clears throat> Freebooters and Evergreen have a big history. I'd love to know more about Thomastown and Dean yeah. Seldig and stuff. Just about what I know, because my brother yeah. was on the, the team. That Leinster t- winning team, the youth team, Yes, two of them, there's only four playing with Booters now. Yeah. Uh, Jack Carnally, um, Jim Ryan, Jamie Holden, Leon Hayes. Yeah. Are they the four? Yeah. Where did the rest of them go? I have no idea. Success, that, that, success, that, C, that well, C team came into Division Two, and it was during the pandemic. But they won the they yeah. won the the cup, the trophy, at the detriment of us. We lost. I one know there's a few of them uh, went to St John's. Um, success Odegaard now is playing for Finn Harps. Yeah, you know, so he he carried on his League of Ireland career and was very unlucky not to be signed by Derby County uh, when when he got away on trial. Um, yeah, I heard that was coming about. If if he if Derby hadn't good administration, success would have been signed. It was that close. Yeah. On the Thursday they were signing him, and on the Friday they went into administration, Man. and and have struggled since financially. So he was very very unlucky there, and that's football. Um, a lot of them went to St John's. They have the four boys. Can <clears> this <throat> take any? 
Who? St. Canis's. Canis's took a few, yeah. Um, and um, a few of them just gave up as far as I so know. So this just counters the point, though, kind of what we were doing last year because they had the Freebooter C team yeah. and the B team and the A team, yeah. right? So the Freebooter C team folded. Would have not have been better for booters to keep the C team and start integrating lads <clears> into the Bs and integrate... Because yeah. what, what, what are the B team... Is the B team have any of those players now? Yeah, and I, then they can integrate into the well, A. The B team is going... It's going well now. They have big numbers up there, and they have um, they have, they have some f- fine players, and they're they're, they're going okay. they're going okay. Top of the league, they're going okay. But I mean, back to what we were saying last week with those young players, and this is in every in every um, club. Like I go back to to just before we won the Leinster Junior in two thousand eight. Tony Moran was out in Fort Rangers, and I was mad to sign him. Yeah, and I, and I approached him. Um, he didn't come and, and there was reasons why he didn't come which we'll talk to in another podcast it wasn't due to me or him yeah. there was a barrier put, a little barrier put in his way which in fairness was right the, the right manager. for four Rangers yeah exactly yeah. Uh, so you know the, the best young players should should be fast tracked you know and, and that's just the way it is but then if, if you have a C team and they're not going into the first team the guys I'd have great respect for the guys that have gone to St John's and the guys that have gone to wherever because they're still playing and, yeah. and that's what I think should happen if they're not going to get a first team if you're five games in a, in, a, in a junior team and you haven't kicked the ball find another team yeah, and go play you have to play but like when you're looking at the facilities that are provided by some of the bigger clubs why would you want to go and kick a ball around in a fucking well, then, that's personal pride like I mean you're, you're talking about River Rangers out there in Clonard um, every... no, no, no River Rangers have great, great yeah, facilities yeah that's what I'm saying yeah. but everyone should play there but if and what I'm saying is if you're playing on a C team with Evergreen and you're not getting fast tracked to an A team or with Booters or with yeah. Thomastown or anything go, go join somewhere else but you're, they have so, such good facilities best coaches I don't care I don't care the facility, facilities are brilliant for training and now a lot of a lot of clubs will come into the watershed they'll come into your your fair greens in these places to, to, to train so you, so in, in essence you're getting the same facilities but if you're on a C team and, and, and you're and you want to progress to be a Premier League player in Kilkenny and, and play out of this go off and join John's Castle Warren, River Rangers, Thomastown. What age uh, are the lads that you managing now? The lads I manage now are 16 and in that 16, there's a, a good few hurlers in that but I would like to see, there's 16 now, I would like to see one, two, I would like to see four of them in the in the first team squad in the next two years. In the next two years? Yeah, there's, we have a centre half, we have a number 10, we have a, a we have a, a, and unfortunately again we're going back to the same thing, this young guy came in from East End, Jacob, He's he's just a machine. He's a machine. Now why, he, he, why would he leave East End though? Like he, would they he, would they not benefit? Would he not be in the first team at East End next year? Yeah, he was. A, he was. He was asked to come in and play in a good under sixteen team, yeah. and and he took the opportunity, which happens all the time. But this guy, physique wise, speed, strength, hold up play, he has everything. We were up in Mayo against Gaelic footballers the other day, a big good team, and this guy is. This guy has a future. There's a couple of other and and listen. You go to every club that out to Comer are producing really good young footballers. Castle Comer. Uh, Thomastown producing, have a really, really good under-17s team now. I mean, really good under-17s team. So, they need to be hitting 18 and go into a first team. Into the and, and, and people are thinking, oh, they're too young. They're not too young. They're not too young. You get them in early, they get a year or two with experienced players, they learn their trade. By the time they're 19, 20, they're well able to play. Yeah. And then you're going, look at all the players take there was a guy out in Thomastown I always forget his name his name was Scotchy I'll never forget he was a really good player but he was in their first team when he was young um, Sean was playing with 
freebooters when he was young. Ben Ryan, who went off, he played for Ireland and he played League of Ireland. Wexford. And yeah, Wexford. Came and back to New Park and was yeah. marking him in the game. Yeah. Sing, <laughs> Absolutely destroyed me. Won a Leinster Junior Cup, started the final at 16 years of age. Yeah. You know, or came on the final at 16 years of age. People are afraid to play young players. Young, young players have no fear. Yeah. You know, so I, I have great time for your, your Brookfields and your, your Paul's Towns and your... Your, um, they're both gone now, though, aren't they? Yeah, well, is Brookfield back? I don't know if Brookfield are back, but Paul's don't have a youth team anyway. They're, right, oh, sorry, you know, I'm so, thinking about junior soccer. Yeah, so I mean, if, if these are coming, try and get back. Like East End, East End was a massive team when we were growing up. Mm. You know, um, well, you just said you took one of their biggest yeah, prospects. Yeah, well, I didn't take him, he was there yeah. when I got there. <laughs> but, but, but this is the thing, you see, and I mean, um, that's the thing, teams like East End, they're not going to put in a million pound pitch out there. But it's a great club. Yeah. But it's a great club. Look at the uh, Budgie Comfort came out of there. Um, he said they have a nice, lovely facility yeah, out there. Yeah, David Foley out there. Uh, they can't go in the goal. They had um, loads of players. Brian Lennon playing up front. You know, they were always a handful to play against. You know, mm. you, it wasn't an easy day out there. Like as if you go out to River Rangers, it's not going to be an oh, easy day hey. out there. <laughs> that pitch has given me so many nightmares you know. because they know how to play it. Yeah. And I've lost so many footballs to the cornfield in the back yeah. of the I think it's corn. I'm not a farmer. I apologise. It's not easy for the for the big clubs with the facilities because there's the running costs and all of them. But it's very easy to attract players. Yeah. Um. And, and that's all. Look, that's going to be the way. But so, but again, this summer soccer might change all that because your training facilities are going to be drier. It's going to be bright. Yeah. You know. So so there are them things like you know. Uh, do you want to go into some of the results uh, from last weekend? Yeah. Obviously a big one. Evergreen scoring five in the first half against Wexford. I heard uh, Gary Marr. He was on offside on the community radio station. He was saying, oh, look, they may have had a younger team, but still to put five past. Yeah, I was, speaking to, I was speaking to a few of the Evergreen players and <clears throat> they were a little bit anti-climax, I suppose, would be... They still have a chance though, don't they? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, depending, depending on what on happens on tonight. Sh- now. Is Shelburne and Bray? Shelburne and Bray, are, or is it Shelburne and Wexford tonight in... Shelburne and Wexford tonight in Carlow and then it's Shells and Bray at the weekend. Right. And the couple of the... Um, ex-League of Ireland players playing for Evergreen kind of knew this was coming yeah and but what they should be focusing on is the Bray result that was a really good result yeah nil off do you know what I mean and then you had Ever- Freebooters lost to Pats of Carlo down in Carlo in the FAI was it Leinster Junior mm. 3-1 yeah. again um, to New York to New York yeah and I know I've seen New York a lot of times a really a, a good outfit but I would I, I would fancy Freebooters to beat them New, New York actually yeah, they were had a quadruple two years in a row yeah. in, in the dominating Carlo re- recently lost the, the KCLR Carlo Shield which is like our Pat Marr Shield yeah. and P- lost Parkville. it to Parkville yeah. Yeah, on but, penalties but this is the thing you see um, I, I think there was injuries and I think there was um, people away because um, and, and I'm a freebooters man I don't mind saying it I, I thought his selection was people in places was wrong Higgs yeah I thought I thought he got his selection wrong now but now you have to cut your cloth, so I don't know what was available to yeah, available yeah. to him on the day. So was he forced into these selections? Um, you just mentioned a young player there, uh, Jamie Holden. He he starts at right back, and Jamie's a fine f- midfielder. So and then Jack Carnelli, who Jack Carnelli, really good centre midfielder, runs all day, wins the ball. He was playing right wing, you know. So there was something strange about that, and probably probably didn't allow Freebooters to play as fluid as, the, as they would have liked that I would say you know but I mean let's, let, David Dyle's getting kicked out Freebooters now yeah, no, I won't be able to quit. but look there's no point in me coming in here and saying everything's yeah. rosy in the garden there when if, if I 
not, not that I don't agree with him I'm not saying why he done it there, there obviously had to be reasons why he done it mm. but, but I thought they were kind of strange and and you know and then you have um, you have teams looking to come up to the first division and you've got to be you got to be a, um, on your mettle for these teams coming it's not too far away to the promotion and relegation mm. so I mean Freebirds need to be kicking on Evergreen need to be kicking on they, Evergreen have a lot to deal with you know well let's look at some of the results uh, from last weekend anyway uh, we had a few games kicking off on the fourth Freebirds came back in with a win against Dean Celtic it was yeah. much needed for them they have three games behind Dean Celtic but they're only one point behind them in the league so Dean yeah. Celtic are still sitting top on 19 points with Freebirds on 18 points only seven games played and that was a 4-1 win for Freebooters so they certainly bounced back Highview Athletic I mentioned that the goals that they scored the goals that they're conceding conceded yeah. 6 against Clover last weekend so it was 6-3 wow yeah and Highview were at home as well and I know I know Dino is putting in a lot of work down there I wonder if he's putting in too much on his own they have one point now from 10 games wow yeah so so I mean you know where that's heading then but they, yeah but does, depending on what we talked about last week will relegation even matter considering if they're looking to have teams playing in the Premier next season then other teams mightn't want to play in the Premier next season Do you know what? Do you know what's a, what's a terrible thing to, to some people it happened down in Clover one time they did up their pitch and it was beautiful Yeah. people don't dislike going to your ground Yeah. when you have a nice astroturf people like going down there you know so I mean you, you were talking Clonard wouldn't be your favourite place no oh. Right, Garen so, Green as well. Yeah, so you're thinking, oh, we're going in here. The burner bog, as they yeah. call it, New Park. <laughs> but you, you know what I mean? Uh, it takes that fear out of our grounds when it, when it's a, a level playing surface. So maybe that could be catching high view this year, you know? Well, that's an interesting point, you yeah. Know, because, I mean, I know if Freebooters were going down, they're going onto a surface the same as they're playing on. So what would you be worried about, you know? Yeah, well, Freebooters should be worried about Evergreen. And yeah. so should Dean Celtic. They're sitting on five games. Of course, Evergreen did, did mad work there last week and they were playing how many games and how many days. I think it was three games in less than six, six days. days yeah. Friday, Sunday they won the Pat Mar yeah. uh, game 2-0 but, but Freebirds are, are Evergreen are sitting on five games with 15 points yeah, so and the, thing, the thing about it, in my opinion the thing that can happen for Evergreen is I know they're they're very very hungry for something other than local right Yeah. so what happens if they don't get it does yeah. the bubble burst I don't think it will no sure it came down to the last game of the season last year yeah, with Booters and Evergreen it, but I mean, Evergreen won 3-0 for players you know when you're when you're focused on something like a big one this Sunday, Michaels, Michaels are a Michaels are Joey Mulcahy. Yeah, Joey back. Michaels are a well schooled team, and they've for years and years they've come up against all these teams that want to win this and win that. And Michaels just go about their business nice and quietly. Very hard team to beat. Very um, defensively sound, um, and going really really well again, and in a good strong league as well so that'll be a tough test you know I like to see Evergreen do it yeah. I, I really will I know you're a Bowers well, man and I played I with both sides no, so. but I mean at the end of the day it's always good to see Kilkenny teams doing exactly. well you know and Kilkenny, Kilkenny Young lads great to see Kilkenny Young lads doing well yeah. you know uh, you have to be and let's be honest all, all these teams in Division 1 Division 2 they keep going I was just saying a couple of years they're not up there when these like that, that Leinster play it now that, anyone that could go into that you, you gotta go into it. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go through those fixtures now. Coming up uh, yeah. soon, we'll just look ahead at the. We'll, st- we'll deal with the leagues first and right. look ahead at the Premier fixtures. Yeah, Freebooters going up against Thomastown next weekend. Uh, Thomastown are sitting on nine games on fourth position with fifteen points. Right. So Thomastown would really appreciate the win and put them on level points with Booters, but yeah. Booters need to keep motoring on. Need to get points on the board. It's important to say that they have been undefeated in the league as well, but yeah. uh, yet to meet Evergreen. Then you have Bridge United versus Dean Celtic. Dean Celtic need to get. This the, is a big one now. Yeah. This is this is um this will be a, a, a game where 
both teams would be hoping to, would be feeling that they can win it yeah. but also probably can't afford to lose it you know yeah well Bridge United are sitting in fifth they have uh, eight games played I remember when they said that we were um, sometimes wrong yeah. When I was saying East End with the great grounds and in fairness yeah. to them, I was thinking of Bridge United. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I am wrong Same sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm wrong some, sometimes, but yeah. uh, Bridge United then playing next weekend against Dean Celtic on the 11th. We're going to the Division 1 league. There was only one game last weekend and it was Evergreen Sea going up against River Rangers. River Rangers, now look, so this is what I'm talking about with the fixtures. River Rangers have 14 games played. Ormond Villa have seven. Wow. You know, so there's a big... The River Rangers are done. Their league is done now. And why? Why seven? Uh, I, th- I I remember looking at the fixtures going up and going, Jesus, River Rangers were, I think, playing midweek games and everything. Yes, I think I, they just wanted to get it done as soon as they could. But and Fair play to them. Bastards took points off. <laughs> I tell you. you know, we, we, we and they're, they're top of the league? Uh, River Rangers? Yeah. No, the bottom. The bottom? Yeah, yeah. So what happened was... Uh, so they just ran through their games? Ran through the games, 14 games done, 10 points all in all. Wow. Um, one of those points came against us. I was, I was devastated. That's a hard because you're you're in a you're kind of in a strange position. You you, you couple of wins and you're right yeah, in the mix. But like they they went two 0 up. We came back. I thought it was the last kick of the game. One three two. The last kick of the game was uh, their goal going in the other night. So it was three all. Down, down in fair green as well. Oh and, man, I was absolutely me, devastated. I was actually on the I was on the phone to you. You yeah. rang me. I said, "Davy, sorry, we just had to score." There was actually a goal score. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but tell me this. Um, Players out there, what are they like? What kind of brand of football are they playing like? Oh, they, they're just hungry for the ball. Like They're hungry for everything. Um, that, that pitch out there yeah. is a testament to them. Oh, you've lost so many points being out there. It's 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 like long. It's They know what to do. They'll put it in on top of your lads. And in fairness to them, they're, they're dogged players. Brilliant. They're dogged players. Um, Like when I see them come up, but it's the same with every team in this. Now you're going, oh, Tullerone, that's never an easy game. And then, I'm, yeah. and then in my head, I'm like, they're raising their game for us. You yeah. Know? Well, they probably are. Well, you know, a country team like, love it, a town team coming out. Like, Yeah, but we're not even, we're, ah, we're a country in the town. the town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but listen, go to Tullerone. Yeah. Um, probably, now, somebody might correct me on this, but when I'm out there, it seems to be a nice amalgamation of the two sports out there. Oh, brilliant. And I've said, it to the, I've said it to the boys out there. Uh, it's great that there's a GEA game going on yeah. over. You see the handball at least. Yeah. And then there's a soccer match going on isn't as well. Isn't that brilliant, isn't Unreal. it? Unreal. It's a lovely setup out there. Yeah. And um, do you know what? It, it's um, on a nice evening out there in the pitch. It's got a lovely place. We, all, we, we, we always play pre-season friendlies out there. Just yes. love it. And they've had some cracking players. Yeah. They're... Uh, their goalkeeper is serious goalkeeper mm. and the fact that they've held on to him his name escapes me now um, the fact that they've held on to him is a testament to them because I know a lot of teams tried to get him in the last couple of years and he's a serious operator in the goal league yeah. and like he could go in and play a Thomas and Freebirds and Evergreen a, a, a New Oak he could go in and play at that level now he, he just so to keep him is is fantastic. Great place to go. Great. Not too far out the road. Yeah, uh, but Tullerone, um they probably were would be hoping for more this season. Took points off us as well. I hate yeah. Every all these teams. Yeah. <laughs> um, are, but, you pick, are you picking the team? Uh, no, no, I blame that on Jerry. And then we drove them one all uh, in the watershed. They actually got a cracking goal, and then yeah. we we equalised. Our our problems is because you know we were losing players. Lost on Wall. He was a big part of our yeah. our team. We lost Robbie Dowling. He was our top goal scorer last year. Yeah. We lost Adam Butler, who was our number six. He's gone to Australia, and my brother's only back with a broken neck mm. as well. So. Um, you know he's he's flying it now, but we we were missing him for. How close for, was that? Yeah? Oh, 
I was down in Cork on a stag. I got the bus back home. And I got the bus back home, right? Passed through Waterford. I was in the, on the bus for an hour in Waterford and go home and then got a phone call and told me that he was down in Waterford. You could have got you off, could have got off Waterford. But he's all right now. He's, he's all okay. right. Good Cracking player. Um, it, that was the only game in Division 1 last weekend. The game's coming up now. Top of the table clash between Lions and Evergreen B. Evergreen B have eight games played with Lions having ten games. There's three points separating them. Um, so it's a big one for Evergreen if they want to cement their title credentials but same Lines could take points off them and t- talking about taking points Armour Villa and another it's, team it's in Doro is it? it is well I don't know if it's in Doro because Lines have been playing the watershed yeah so I'll, I'll just click that's on right yeah because I was down Doro not so long ago and, and the, the pitch was struggling talking about no, more more fantastic facilities though out there yeah. uh, I can't I can't see definitely where it is so it could be what a, would you be pick for that Who, what would you think? I see. I wasn't at our Evergreen B game right. where we lost four 0 Right, <laughs> that's o- why they lost four 0 Yeah, I think so. Two yeah. OGs, two lads sent off. <laughs> that would help. Yeah, that is a disaster. But I know lines are dogged. We came back. We were two 0 down against them, one three two, and they bet us in the reverse fixture as well. So I know how good lines can be. Haven't seen much of Evergreen B, but you know some good players there that were called up into the Pat Marshall squad. Yeah. for the with the A team, so they have operators there that can and, play and on the A team, and they have good young lads coming as well. There's a lot of work being done on the raise there as well. Well, so you expect to see Lions back in the top table soon enough, I would hope. And they're always a, a I good wouldn't addition. hope because we're just we're on the same points as Lions. Oh, yeah, I know, but <laughs> I mean, would you you fancy Lions to get something then? I'd hope Lions yeah. to get something just okay. to make it more interesting, not yeah. nothing to do with uh, who it is. This, yeah. this like an evergreen, just yeah. uh, from a Castle Warren perspective as well, yeah. it would help my side. Uh, also, three points against Armagh Villa will help my side this weekend. Yes, now coming up against Eddie Mack. Eddie Mack, yeah. Eddie, Eddie's kind of rejuvenated Armagh Villa a bit, hasn't he? Yeah, he did. He was. They bet us in the McCallum Cup when he was with Callan yeah. last year. Um, Eddie, obviously, Evergreen history and everything yeah. like that. Freebooters um, history. Free he, he was out in Brookville for a good few years. Yeah, um, was going to be taking over St. Candice's from Eddie Clifford this year. Uh, whatever happened there, yeah. I don't know. I'd love to have more details was, on it. Was one tenth of a second outside the 400 metres Irish record uh, one time. Was he? Yeah. I thought yeah. you were just making that up. No, Eddie was one hell of a runner. But the Oran Villa, some good players. They have Killian Kelly there. They have, um, I think, Gary Gleeson plays from. I think he's, yeah, he's he heading does. to Australia shortly. He had his going away at the weekend. Hopefully, um, before this game, to have a great character in the goalie. Uh, um, he's put, yeah, he pulled off some good saves uh, against us. Listen, he he is everything, um, but he enjoys life. Um, That's raw, what you young raw. Uh, then you have, like I know with Keen Live, I know Keen was struggling with um, knee injury, and he and he nursed himself through the the hurling. So I don't know if he'll go back. He's a big addition to him. You have uh, Robbie Driscoll, now a really really good player there um, as well, and then. Like Eddie, Eddie, Eddie knows Eddie, it. Eddie knows what he's doing. Like. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And uh, Eddie, will, uh, people play for Eddie. You know, mm. they do. Uh, he, he's That's why to... it was very interested. Like, no, no disrespect to Arnold Villa, I was just yeah. interested to see what he do with St. Candice's because Eddie yeah. Clifford had such had the lads behind yeah. him. So I wanted to see what I'd be like bringing a new lad into that setup. But yeah. unfortunately, it didn't happen. And fortunate for Arnold Villa. Yeah, um, but look at it. He didn't rest on it. it he didn't wait. He went and got another club, which is great to see. And he has yeah. listen a player that I massively appreciate, and and don't know how any club hasn't tried to sign him. And his loyalty to Armville is great as Kieran Banville. Kieran Banville is a serious, really good operator um, in the fullback position. And then um, you know across the backs they're strong. If if Young Malloy is back, if he's kicking a ball from, he can create all sorts of danger for him. Um, so you know Ar- Armin Villa. Probably this team. year, huh? They're a tough team to play. Yeah, against. but I probably this year um, consolidate, get to the end of the season, and really have a pop next year. I would think, and 
how are you feeling about going against them this weekend? Um, I I am a bit apprehensive for Castle Warren this year because right. we're getting loads of chances. Like our our striker just scored a hat trick against Lions and stuff. Just seems to be a tad bit different this year than it was last year. But obviously, when you're winning and you're on the charge yeah. and you could potentially win it, like we lost the, we lost the division by a point last year. Yeah. Um, this year is a bit different for us. Yeah. But you know, it's just about now the last four games of the season. Let's try and come out on the other end of it and see what happens and and yeah. keep going. Uh, and would you would you would you be um, ready to go up another step? If you get promoted, would you be ready for it? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, maybe I'm a bit apprehensive about it. Yeah. Just judging by, like maybe it, it's maybe it's a it's a me thing because yeah. like I, at the start of the season, I went I do a bit of acting as you know, so I, I went do, yeah, I, I, I went and did it. I went and did a play. Yeah. Um, so I was missing trainings and stuff. Like you know, I'm only there to I'm not fucking playing or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. You know, so uh, you know, I was missing trainings. Um. So maybe that's why my feeling is a bit different. Like yeah. I have full belief in the team when we're rolling. Yeah. It's just getting rolling. How, how are your division then? Who like all right, Evergreen B? Let's be honest. The facilities are out there. Or Evergreen C? Is it? Yeah. They're, they're Evergreen B and C. B and C. So Evergreen Beyonce. Yeah. So they could um <laughs> they could deal with it because they have the facilities. But uh, like Armavilla Rover and Garen Green. Yeah. Um, and a step up. Do you think is a, a touch too far for them? What do you mean? Oh, to, to step up? Yeah. Uh, no, look, every team that we've played, we've we've yet to play Evergreen C. That's the only team we've yeah. yet to play. We have three Evergreen games. That, that's wrong, though. But we've three, well, it's Evergreen B and then two Evergreen C games. But every team we've played against, we've had a tough battle. Yeah, Freshford, okay. tough battle. Came out top twice, but very, very tough. Um, and is the pitch lovely down there still? I haven't been down there in a while. Out in Freshford, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's always a battle, man. It's yeah. always a battle. Well, that's what yeah, I'm saying. They've had some some great players out there as well. Uh, River Rangers, even though they finished bottom of the yeah. table. Like. I have a little graph for River Rangers yeah. over, over Ken Byrne. Mm. Um, I would have known Ken very well. Died on the soccer pitch. That was for uh, sure. They had the they had the cup. The cup named after him. Then his brother the year later, and his brother Davy up in, and I just um, if anyone from River Rangers, uh, if they ever think he's forgotten, he's not mm. not forgotten at all. Uh, um, he'd have to come up in conversation. What a gentleman he was. Loved his football. So, and I mean, I worked with Douglas Steele. Loved his football and was just a big gregarious character and smiling and what you know, word gregarious <laughs> yeah he was he was just a, he was just you know ever meet a lad and you're happy to, just happy to meet him for a minute yeah Ken would have been one of them boys you know and um, so anyone out there he, he he's not forgotten so um, a, a, a little club that you'd have a little grow for because of yeah you know so I mean they're, they're probably Willie O'Neill out there Willie um well travelled knows knows his game was a, a fine player and he was playing not so long ago maybe he's still playing now but yeah I think I have I for a year I had a bruise underneath my toenail from getting a stud on the top of my toe. I uh, wouldn't mean that yeah <laughs> <laughs> for over a year yeah so go on what's the next one uh, we'll go to Division Two then uh, it looks like it's a four way shootout a Mexican standoff between Freebooters B East End United Stonyford United and New Park there is six points splitting Booters B from New Park um, with the other two teams in between. However, New Park have two games in hand, so they right. can make up those six points on uh, East End and Stonyford. I reckon the league is going to split very, very soon, depending yeah. on what happens there. But looking at the results last week, Highview B with a 2-1 win over Dean Celtic B. St. John's, I don't know if this game went ahead, but it was uh, 3-0 to East End United. And uh, River Rangers B, 3 all. You know that normally sometimes when the game's called off, and I know... Uh, John Conroy's having issues with players and stuff. Oh, is he? Okay. Um, and I mean, he puts in a lot there, doesn't he? He does, man. To be he fair does. to him, he like, he, 
he does. Uh, they were all we were always in shootouts with them. Yeah. Met them in the cup final. And I know uh, a few a few of that Leinster Freebooters team went there. You know, mm. um, a couple went there and uh, good players. You know, so I mean, hope, hope like I, I hope, hope it's not. I well. hope it's not. A long term thing. I hope they, they they steady the ship and keep going. You know. Yeah, because well, like, when they went up against uh, Castle Warren B, they 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 gave them the walkover. So, um, um, I hate to see that. I hate to see. Yeah, that. you do. Uh, but coming up, then you have New Park going up against East End. So it's a battle of fourth and second, and then Dean Celtic B against Castle Warren B in a battle of fifth and twelfth. Right. So, okay. There you have it. Uh, I, I, you know what? I'd love to see. Um, I'd love to see New Park climbing again. Um, all right, all right. This this is one thing, right? Because. I see. I have, I have too many grass. No, stuff, no, right? no. Go on, go ahead. So, say we were down Division Three, mm-hmm. or Division Two. Sorry, yeah. I apologise. And New Park got put into the division. I was marking Henry O'Neill in the cup final. <laughs> yeah. If you want to score, just put someone on me. Yeah. Uh, I, like I was, mar- I was marking Henry O'Neill in the cup final. And then two weeks later, I was commentating on them uh, playing in the Oscar Trainer team for Kilkenny. Yeah. Right. So and New Park, play, New Park worked so hard, got to the Premier Division. That side folded. I know some of those players have gone down into the. Yeah, that is that is tough to take for the for the the other team for for the likes of Johns. So, yeah, yeah. You know. That that's a, it, look. It is a bit unfair, and I think. But there's um, nothing you can do because that's their club and that's yeah. the only... But uh, honestly, and I know this is, might be a little bit radical and I know there was there was issues with what happened with Fort Rangers um, and I don't know the ins and outs of it. So um, I know th- th- there was a big bone of contention there. But I mean, if a team falls at the top of the Premier and... Um, like, could, 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 could Fort Rangers go, actually, we're going to put in a B team Fall their A team and then all their players go into the B? Yeah. Well, because, th- like, I think, la- was it last year that they... they let Dean Celtic do it. Well, this is Dean this Celtic went down to Division One, and then f- did they win it or yeah, come second? Second, yeah. And they got to the cup final, yeah. and that's not fair in the teams that were in and, Division and One. This is uh, this is a big gripe I think that Fort Rangers had. Genuinely, I honestly think that if if you haven't got a B team, if look at this is kind of a little bit radical. If you haven't got a B team, mm. and your Premier Division team falls, um, just keep your school by section going, and you're you're out of junior football for a year. But what if you have a, a B team? And where do you come back in when you're coming into the Junior Football League? Do you come it, back it, in at the bottom? Or the very bottom. But is that fair then on the teams Probably that are in the division? Probably not fair then, but also um, it wouldn't be... You have players that are Premier Division players don't want to be playing in Division 3. Yeah. They don't. But then again, there's players that will go, you know what, I'm going to absolutely rip it up down there. Yeah, but, um, but I, I mean, I'm going to score 50 goals, like Henry did in the year with us. Yeah, I know, but you'll also get players that... Um, won't go to the Premier because they're happy as a, a you know a good yeah but happy winning it but we're, we're talking about enjoyment right you're enjoying stuff with yeah. your junior club so it doesn't have to be in the Premier Division going up against former League oh, of yeah, Ireland I, players I understand that you'd be down there scoring goals scoring for points afterwards winning games delighted yeah but but life is not fair though yeah I know but that's what's happened that's what's historically yeah, well, happened uh, yeah well they, they, they should do something about it where for, I'm going to go back to go a on. Castle Warren thing right go on go on okay. we got the three cup finals okay we lost in the Division 2. We lost yeah. three cup finals mm-hmm. after getting to three cup finals against teams that are no longer in existence that were put into our league. Wow. Right? So, New Park. Right. New Park, we lost that cup final. Henry O'Neill got two. I think we lost 4-0. Yeah. Freebooters C. Right. We lost 1-0. And Canis has skibbered us. Right. Uh, I think it was 4-0 as well. Those teams... I know New Park have the B team now or, yeah. or the former B team is New Park. But those teams don't exist. Yeah, that's tough. And to they take. were put into our division. So Canises were automatically promoted as mm. opposed to... It was decided that Canises were too good for that division. We're going to put you in there. Well, and listen, that was a big contention for well, Eddie because it was, had Leinster ramifications. With that, you're too good. Listen, and, and again, 
Same with Booter C, they we're, were deemed too good. To KDL, but I mean, if you like, we talked, to, have the clubs got too big for local leagues? If they're going in, they don't go into the top lens of senior league club. They have to go in and earn their way up. So, if, how, but how, do, how does how does how does that work for say a team that was trying? We tr- for three years we tried to get out of that division three, and yeah. I'm not saying it was happening then. But it's hardly to get out. I tell you what you do because you're trying to attract players and you go they, and sign the players that. Um, It'll get you that over. Are, that will get you over. Yeah. That, that's it. And and it's 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 a horrible thing to do. There's no woe is me here. Like, no, it's just get no. better. Sport is cruel. Absolutely cruel. Mm. Cruel. I, I mean, if you want to see from when you're growing up to when you're finishing, you go through sport, you're going to come some of the cruelest things. And then we got to the final last year. Yeah. And we were awarded the title. Because oh, no. the final couldn't go ahead. I know, I wouldn't even pick up that medal. Because Freshford, Freshford uh, tried to get the game postponed because I, 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 heard about I think there was I, issues I, I'll be honest with you um, I, I wouldn't even bother that medal would mean nothing to me now you know and I mean um, I've won loads of winners medals I've got a stack load of losers a stack load of losers <laughs> bigger stack yeah and um, I mean they didn't mean nothing but at least you contested them yeah. I mean let's be honest we all want to win but if you, if you want to be the best you have to go to let's be honest um, you want to sign a good player you have Every, from the very, very top leagues to your Ronaldo's down to down to the, the lowest league in the world. What's the name of that East End player you had? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's very good, Jacob. Um, if you want the guy, there has to be a character. So you want a guy to come to Castle Warren and he's he's in the division above. And listen, this is this is wrong, but it's right. You go, look, our registration is 100 quid. We'll take care of that for you. Now, that's unfair. Not paying for lads like that. No, but that's, that's unfair and everybody else. You don't have to give two euros to the ref. Yeah, or, or something like that. But listen, and I tell you, Shane, that goes on. Yeah. That goes on everywhere. And if, you know, but eventually, that's not sustainable either. So, again, Castle Warren as a unit, mm. all have to row in together. You yeah. Know, and get over it. And just get over it. And no, I'm not saying woe is me either. I was just, no, that was the mentality I mean, at like, the time. Just I mean, being like, what the f? Yeah, you're you're in that division, but there's another one. There's another couple of, there are other teams in that division that have to deal with the same thing. Exactly. You know, um, the problem I really have with it is that um, I, I'd like the Eddie and Michael and all the Butts people and the Canisys people. I like Canisys coming back. But I I, I I was I was terribly disappointed to give up. Yeah. And I know they had the reason to give up, but I was terribly disappointed. Cause I know they were getting on to, uh, probably going back to whatever we were doing last week, we were getting on to councillors trying to get mm. better facilities down in the water barracks. Uh, Eddie, we could probably save it for um, next week because there's stuff that we wanted to talk about mm. that we're running out of time for. I know it's a podcast and you're going, how can you run out of time in the yeah. podcast? But um, I do want to go through just the, the last few fixtures. Obviously, we kind of touched upon Evergreen versus St. Michael's. That's happening at two o'clock out in the Kells Road. The LFA, O'Neill's junior player, Bootersby are up against Rathangan and Thomastown B are against Old Fort Celtic they're both on home grounds yeah. both kicking off at 2 o'clock as well they'll be the, tasty encounters now yeah, yeah. I'm really looking forward to seeing because I think that's a, Eddie Clifford was aiming for that as well you know Yeah. Um, you have the LFA Women's Junior Cup Ferns United against Mill Celtic I know Mill yeah. Celtic are a Carlow team but they're participating on the Kilkenny side of things yeah. and then you have the LFA Women's Junior Shield Port Leash against New Park who had a fabulous team and they were competing in the Carlow side of things yeah. uh, two know, years ago and ladies, Vale Wanderers against Dunshockland Utes la- Ladies football in Port Leash is f- seriously strong I remember playing basketball and Port Leash yeah, was Port just Leash. unbelievable but, uh, Port Leash is more like they suck everyone in there's nothing in there yeah, yeah. to suck them all in um, to anyone out there and, and they're probably going to laugh Sometimes you want to go look at a girls' game, girls' junior game, or a high-level girls' um, school girls' game. It's it's so improved. Mm. It's so improved. It, it's unbelievable. 
But um, on that, all them games, get out and see him because I remember going to a New Park uh, final. I think it was it was a Jenny Clifford that scored an absolute worldie. Ah, uh, Jenny was. Well, Jenny as a Jenny as a as a young player was as good as any. She was with Wexford, wasn't she? She was at Wexford. She played for Ireland. Um, she um, there was a muted move to Arsenal. She didn't want to go onward. Mm. You know, Mogisha. Yeah, she she um, she's as good as as they get. But but they're all out there now. Um, Evergreen have them, New Park have them, Freebooters. There's a little girl in, in town, a little girl called Kate Dalton in town. Mm. You want to see this girl? No, she's only 13. You want to see this girl scoring goals? Don't tell me boys or girls now. At that age, it's just a player playing. This girl is phenomenal. Mm. Phenomenal scoring goals. You look what Thomas Town helped produce for Ellen Malloy. Stonyford out there are producing fantastic uh, young lady footballers. You know, so, I mean, the sport is massive, but there's all, there's all sorts of things to fix. And, and it's the junior podcast. So all the junior games going on, obviously the, the pick is the Michaels and um, and Evergreen. Evergreen game, yeah. Oh, that's going to be a good Who game. Who are you picking? I'm on air. I can See, this is Honestly, my problem. With um, I didn't want to do this podcast originally because I'm working or I made her at a Castle Warren match if, if, on if, a Sunday. If Evergreen, if Evergreen um, are, are serious about winning these, they have to win this. Yeah, because these are the this is the caliber of the team. I now I'm, I'm going to be I'm going to try and be just straight across the board and no emotions get into it. I I think it'll go to extra time, and I think maybe maybe Michaels might shade a two one maybe. So that that's my prediction. Who maybe. did Booters go up against from Tipperary last year? He did he did he, 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 he can't remember. Got skivered. Was it six one? Can't remember. Yeah. It wasn't Michaels on anyway, No, it was wasn't it? Michaels. Um was it Peak Filler? Yeah, I think I think could have been. Peak Filler. Let yeah. us know. <laughs> if yeah. we get wrong, let us know. That wraps us up for the Kilkenny Soccer Podcast. We went into extra time on that one. But uh thanks very much for listening. If you have anything you want us to discuss, you can either me- message myself or Davy uh, personally or to sports at KCLR96FM.com if I'm out running tell me to take off the headphones and give out to me I don't mind uh, and Davey- ask us anything because we're mad to know the the little concerns that the clubs have every club we, we're mad to know K- KDL probably can't honestly talk to us because you know I, I mean, they, they have to keep it a closed shop you know to run a, a, a league but if there's anything out there that you think you want to bring, you want us to bring up and have a chat? You know, because we're we're it's only your second one. We're on we're on we're on a bit of a roll, and we want to get the best product out to you as possible. You know. Yeah, just chat about sideline chat. It's not to once again. Can I can I give a quick story sideline chat Do. just before we go? Best thing I heard in years. Damien Raggett, super player, young oh. lad, Jack Raggett. What what a, a young player that that's going to be. Um, Damien was telling me he was at a game one day, and the game was going on, and he could hear this kid behind him narrating. The match and he, was going, and he was busy, you know, trying to get the. And he goes, "Why are you, why are you narrating the match for? Can you not just watch it?" His friend was only partially sighted, and the sun was bright. Oh well, so he couldn't see it. So his best friend was doing a Roman commentary on the match. Unreal. And Damien said he he nearly started crying because it was so. Now they're only young men. He said it was such a nice thing. So that's what sports about all inclusive. So anything, any little stories like that as well that you want us to bring up, give it, give us a shout. Yeah, it's not, Shane, all, it's not all about giving Shane it. Shane looks scary, but he's alright. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much. That's been the Kilkenny Soccer Podcast. Uh, give us all the comments that we deserve in terms of giving out to us or if you're enjoying it, let us know. We'll be back next week See for you episode next week. three. Bye. The Kilkenny Soccer Podcast with Davey Doyle and Shane O'Keefe. Brought to you by KCLOR and scoreline.ie.